I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. One of the things that'll keep a guy awake pretty late a lot of nights is trying to understand a little bit more about women, just a little bit. Why, for example, does my lady wonder wench go, oh, when she watches guys like Yanni toss his hair around while he's playing music. And then she turns to me and she says, hey, you need a haircut. Same thing for that guy, Andre Ryu. You know, we went to see him in concert and she's going, oh, he's so wonderful. You know, the guy looks like Ichabod Crane to me, but he tosses his hair around while he's fiddling. And Wonder Wench and all of the other women in the place were going, oh, isn't he wonderful? Then they all turned to their husbands and said, oh, you need a haircut. Now, I am an experienced Louis Louis generation husband. And I know there are some questions you just really can't ask and some things you can't say to a woman. Like, it's really dumb to say, hey, your friend Gina's really built. Now, you may not have any intention of running off with Gina. You know, you're just admiring her body like you would admire the sleek design and classy curves of a new Maserati or a Corvette or a Learjet. But trust me, guys, it is best to admire quietly. Another comment doesn't pay to make is, you should be glad I remember to put the toilet seat up. <laughs> and while we're at it, avoid comments like, what do you mean I don't listen? I can tell you everything you just said. And for God's sake, never say, I know exactly how to get where we're going and I'm going there. Because that is a comment that will get you one of those sad smiles and about seven hours of complete silence. Now, of course, that works two ways, because experienced Louis Louis generation women know there are things they shouldn't say to us either. Like, I told you so. <sighs> Here's another one. Why not stop and ask directions? We're obviously lost. Turn here. Slow down. Why don't you let me drive? Ah, that is right up there with, you're not leaving yourself enough time. And even worse, here, let me try it. Probably the worst one, though, is please give me the channel changer. No, I take that back. There's, there's, there's one that's worse. The, the worst is I've seen bigger. Well, anyway, I did it today. I took my airline pilot gray head to the barber shop, and there was a woman there. Now, that sometimes happens. You know, they take their kids there for a haircut. And this one was screaming. I mean, the kid, I mean, not the woman. The barber's no dummy. He didn't even ask. He just stuck a lollipop in the kid's mouth. And the mother was about to say something, but all of us waiting there, we stared her down, see? Well, there were a lot of us, so we could do that. Two nice guys owned the shop, the Fragle brothers. I started getting my haircuts there when their father owned the place. I've known them since they were little kids, or at least since they were virgins. They now have pictures of their kids up all over the place. So I think we can safely assume the virginal phase of their lives is over. And there was a new barber working there today, a non-Fragle brother barber by the name of Jose. And I was just 
sitting there waiting, you know, reading my magazine. And Jose looked me straight in the eye and he flapped that apron that they use and he said, next. And I was up. Point of reference. Last time there was a non-fragile brother barber, new guy, working in the shop, and it was my turn, I said, I'll wait for a fragile. Because the time before that, I made a terrible mistake. The non-fragile brother barber said, next, and I went over and he cut my hair, and it came out looking a little bit like an Iroquois Indian who had stuck a wet toe in a hot socket. But I got a quick flash, and Jose looked like a nice guy who might very well know what he was doing. So I hitched up my jeans, and I strode over to his chair. I stride over to a chair in a barbershop because the way you walk in a barbershop is important. Barbershop is a guy place, and around here, guys understand strides. It's different in different places. My brother Jeff and I grew up in Brooklyn, but he lives in Texas now. And they don't stride in Texas. They mostly mosey in Texas. You know, like John Wayne used to do. Last time Jeff came to visit, we got haircuts together because uh, his wife and my wife both looked at us and said, Hey, you guys need a haircut. So we did. And uh, we, we got to the, the, the Fragle Brothers Barbershop and, and it got to be Jeff's turn. So he started moseying over to the chair when it was his turn. I had to tell him, stop that. Because that could have caused a problem around here in Pennsylvania. Every place is different, see? They lollygag in Los Angeles. Takes him a half hour to get over to the chair. Anyway, I always tell the barber that I want to come out of there looking better than I did when I went in. In fact, I always pick a movie star that my lady wonder wench likes, and I tell the barber, I want to look like him, see? It was Paul Newman for years, and now it's Harrison Ford. So I told Jose that I have this beautiful young wife, and I want to come out of there looking as much like Harrison Ford as he could make happen. And I saw a moment of panic in his eyes. And then I saw why. Right there on the mirror where the Fragle brothers have their barber licenses, there was this official-looking document that said, Temporary Authority to Practice Barbering. Jose was brand new. He hadn't even passed his final barber exam. He was going to practice on my head. And I got to tell you, just for an instant, this panic hit me. Because memories of that Iroquois Indian wet toe in the hot socket hairstyle that I had to suffer through for a month or so flashed before my eyes. And I was about to holler, Fraggle! You know, but there, there was something about Jose that said, Come on, give me a shot. So I did. And it worked out fine. I was talking a lot to calm Jose down because he admitted that he was a little bit nervous. So I decided to kid him, you know, because guys do that. I told him that when I started coming into the shop, I had nice brown hair, and I was glad to see him because obviously the Fraggle brothers must have done something that turned my hair gray. The guy in the next chair was mostly bald, and and he heard me, and he started to laugh. So I pointed at his bald spot, and I said, uh, hey, which of the brothers did that to you? And Jose started to laugh, and so I knew we were were going to be okay. Barbershops can be fun, as long as you stride over to the chair the right way. Dick's Details. 
a bunch of fascinating things to stick in your one ear so you can squeeze the important things that are keeping you awake out the other ear, and you can just nod off to sleep. A customs officer in the Czech Republic stopped the guy at the border and arrested him for smuggling. This guy had hidden contraband inside every door and seat in the car and even behind the dashboard. The contraband was 1,400 pairs of ladies' panties. And I say thank God the customs guy caught him because can you imagine what would have happened to him if his wife had caught him with 1,400 pairs of ladies' panties in his car? (laughs) Oh, boy. You got to admit, he would have had to do some pretty fast talking to get out of that one. Pandas spend most of their lives alone. They only get together to mate. Pandas must be where we got the idea for singles bars. Supposedly, the most sensitive part of a human body is the index finger. That's what it says right here. And I think that's only true of women's bodies. Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. See, the thing about a good haircut is that it helps you to make a good, quick first impression. And that's very important, especially when you're trying to make off with a beautiful woman, because you sometimes only get one quick shot. Got a minute? That's all I need. Minutes go blowing around in your life like dust particles from an open window in a fast car. And I need just one of yours. Got a minute? All I need is the time that you'd save if you skipped putting on makeup. Long enough for a laugh and a cup of coffee. Or if I'm lucky, just long enough to watch Dawn come jumping out of the Atlantic like a giant golden fish. I'd gladly swap anybody's forever for just a minute with you. Because you can give me all of yourself for just a minute if you want to. You have a minute to spare. But spreading yourself over all of forever is spreading yourself pretty thin. You never own your forever until you've lived all of your tomorrows. Forever costs you your life. It's a monument to buried dreams, a mountain of guilt and sin. Forever is instant never, as in forever and ever. Amen. I don't need a mountain, just a small little part of you. I'd be happy to watch you lick an ice cream cone slowly and tell me that you're thinking of me. Let me pass the proper eyes and the jokes, past the jangling bracelets and clicking rings, and past manners and modesty, all the way inside you. Give me just a minute to light the small hot candles at your nerve tips, and another to warm in the light spreading on your face. A minute is time enough to strip truths and nerves naked with breath and fingers. 
inhale the body sounds and I love yous that we make as they make your head spin. Let me enter the pictures that swim unfocused in your eyes. Fill your skin with your smiling flesh splitting slow slide around me. Forget forever. Just give me this minute and we'll have hours to care and to share while my love dissolves inside you. Forget forever. It's the most famous of the famous last words, the most bitter one that I've ever had to eat. Mothers and songs teach that without forever you're just being used. But there's something much worse. It's much worse to find something important that goes to waste because you're not being used at all. If you hold your breath until you're near fancy French perfume or roses, you'll miss the scent of pizza and fish and the dark furry musk of making love. So breathe deep the quick passing scents of our lives. Our whole life makes them. The sun and the rain and hot macadam and cool dawn grass and stew and sweat and wine and candle wax and vanilla and whipped egg white. Baking bread fresh brewed coffee. Come with me. Though I only have a minute and a story or two. Come with me, though I have only a terrible wanting for you. I can't give you forever. But if you'll take what I have, I have little enough that I really can give you all that I am. Even if you've only got a minute, that's a story called got a minute it's from the bedtime stories personal audio cd if you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com and download it from the CD Baby icon, whatever works for you. Okay, confession time. Louie Louie generation guys always live our lives by the teachings of Big Louie himself. And Big Louie says, tell the truth the best you can. So the truth is, my lady wonder wench doesn't really go, ah, when she watches Yanni shake his hair. Any more than I go, ah, when Catherine Zeta-Jones shakes her hair. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. 
couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.